Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to From A to 10, the first episode of the Marnita's Table podcast. So, Marnita, tell us tell us what a Marnita's Table podcast is going to be about. Well, first of all, you didn't introduce yourself. Who are you? Oh, very rude of me. My name is Elijah. I work as the brand manager at Marnita's Table. Yay. And you grew up with the table in your own home. That I did. You did. I'm Marnita, and... For the last 13 years, we've been bringing people together across race, class, and culture to find common ground on all sorts of issues over a feast that's appropriate from vegan to carnivore. We've built a model called Intentional Social Interaction. Its nickname is Izzy, I-Z-I, and we are now training people and helping other people welcome people authentically across difference, sometimes in large groups to solve major problems, sometimes in smaller groups to just make a neighborhood more welcoming or a church group more welcoming or a a community space more welcoming um, that's experiencing a lot of change and difference across a lot of connections across difference aren't aren't happening. And so we are there to make those connections happen. And we're going to help other people make those connections happen. So that's what we're going to do at From A to 10. Wow, it's kind of a lofty vision. It is a lofty vision. But on the other hand, it's a really doable vision. And it's funny you say that because in many ways, from A to 10 is about having a very direct, specific vision. We're moving from A and we're going to come out with 10, which means we have to. What is A? What is 10? Well, you know, we've moved down from A to Z. I bet you've done that before. Once or twice. And I bet you've gone from one to 10. I can indeed count. Thank you, public schooling. Exactly. Well, we're doing something a little bit different. We're taking things, if you think of it this way, moving from transaction to transformation. What does it look like when something becomes organically self-perpetuating so that we don't always need to be in it. We're not always coming in top down and saying, now you people get along across difference. But we actually help people through our model and methods find authentic connection, authentic relationship, and really have a vested interest in building collaboratively the kind of community they want to live in. Hmm. So how, how exactly does one do that? How does one take this kind of transactional mode and turn it into a transformational mode where things are less exploitative? Well, ironically, you use the word exploitation because where I originally got the idea was how retailers make you part with your money and how they move you through space and time. And they don't teach you, right? They don't say, we are going to teach you how to shop. They just make sights, sounds and smells in the store interesting. And you say, oh, I must have this beautiful item right here. It's right at my eye level and I'm interested in it, right? Right. That's how I end up with uh, quite a few more candy bars than, than I really need. Exactly. Well, we decided to see if we could take that kind of technology, the sights, sounds, and smells, and help people rapidly lose their fear of the other through the experience they had live in a room with the other. And instead of shaming them or making them feel bad or telling them that they were horrible or didn't like each other, we decided to put our thumb on the scale of making people feel 
exceptionally welcome, authentically welcomed, and that you would need to do some serious research and reflection, that it needed a system to contain it. And so what we're going to be covering in From A to 10 is different lenses on that. And I think sometimes, I I know this is, you know, I've had some conversations, we're going to be looking at what this means for immigration, um, news. Uh, there Every day there's a story about things like white supremacists marching on streets and um they sure love to march they do like to march they're like with their- tiki torches marching and i think you have a thing about their pants you don't like the pants that they wear no i'm not a fan of the docker although it's 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 <laughs> official pant of the white supremacists <laughs> i hate to say that uh, but you know i actually woke up one day and i thought you know i bet the ceo of the tiki torch company never expected to have such a crazy crisis communication where like Ambien had to come out and say racism is not a side effect of taking our medicine where you know the Tiki Torch CEO came out and said uh, we invented them for use in the backyard with family and friends. Like they, they didn't know what to do. I've, I've actually, that, that's just a little bit of humor there. Um, but we're going to actually cover some really serious topics about, about what's happening in the world, rural urban, suburban, uh, but also we're going to be talking, we're going to have some fun too. We're going to be talking about how you build a feast appropriate from vegan to carnivore that welcomes people. Awesome good food talk. Awesome good food talk. And we're also going to be talking about how you should talk about things. Like on immigration, instead of talking about what, who should be in and who should be allowed in, we're going to be talking more about if you were an immigrant or a refugee, how would you want to be treated? Like So you've been framing these questions differently. Um, will help us come to a different kind of understanding of what it takes to come together across difference. And that's what we're going to be dealing with from A to 10. Well, I'm excited to embark on this journey. You know what we're going to be doing? What are we doing? We're going to be going from A to 10. I love it. I love it. So I think it's time we talk about kind of something foundational to what we do. In fact, the foundation of everything that we do, which is like kind of the, I don't know if it's, is it the first route? Is it the most basic route? I don't know. Do we have a numbering system in place? They go from bottom to top. So it's the bottom most route. We say that there are five routes, but in fact, if you think of it as a pyramid, the base of a pyramid is the strongest part of the pyramid, right? It Everything builds up from there. And so it is the bottom of the pyramid. So everything we do comes from research and reflection. And when we started, we used to always just say reflection, but we realized you really needed to do some research. Why did you want to bring people into a room across difference? What did you want out of those people that you brought into a room across difference? What do you need to know about those people? What do you need to know about them to successfully bring them into a room and make them feel authentically welcome? Which, by the way, is foundation number two, but we're not going to talk so much about that. But the first is, if you want to bring people into the room... Got to reflect on why. On why. And so... Why do you want to make connections across difference? Well, if you want to informally and organically build person-to-person connections and just bridge gaps across difference, you do something a little bit differently than if you want to bring somebody into a room to catalyze person-to-person, bubble-to-bubble, and organization-to-organization connections across difference. That might be called for if you're wanting to get a healthcare system to be more efficient and serve the community better. I think it's so important to know because I think a lot of very well-meaning very well-meaning people think that just wanting diversity is enough, but not maybe understanding the why, in particular, they need diversity in a specific sphere of either their life or their business or their community, or not just diversity, but also uh, com- competency and diversity skills. Right. But also, it's about setting the stage. How so? 
if you're going to bring people together across difference, knowing what does constituting across difference even mean? Are we talking socioeconomics? I remember once very early in the days of Izzy, um, I, I did a lot of research in the early days of Izzy and it really started from a very racist notion. White men would always say to me, well, Marnita, we'd hire more people of color if they were all like you. And as flattering as that is, as flattering as that is, it's pretty insulting to every other person of color. Right. (laughs) We'll take our L and go. (laughs) And so it took me a minute. As you know, I came out of foster care and I was a little insecure. It took me a long time before I started challenging these senior leader white men and saying, how many people of color do you know? Like, do you actually know any of us? And I remember talking in the early days of the table with over 100 white men who were all senior leaders in organizations. And I asked them two questions. How did they get their own job? And all of them said from their own personal social network. And all of them were engaged in diversity efforts at their organizations. And then I asked them. What did you ask them, Marnita? How diverse is your personal social network? If they all got their own jobs and their own opportunities through their personal social networks, how diverse were their own personal social networks? Did you mic drop after he did that? or I waited until after they said, not at all. Ah, then you dropped the mic. Got it. Then I dropped the mic. Uh, But what was interesting is most of them admitted, out of the 100 people I asked, 98 of them said not diverse at all, and two of them said very diverse. And then they went on to cite me, Lydia Mallet, and one of the, who used to be the head diversity officer for General Mills, and then one other person who was the highest ranking black person at Ameriprise. And we all lived within five blocks of each other in the same neighborhood. So very diverse, very diverse. (laughs) All three of us were senior executives in publicly traded companies. In other words, so we had gone to the right schools. We, we all had certain pedigrees. So not a lot of diversity in age, in ethnicity or any of those things. And so What I realized is when people think that they want to bring people together, they often don't really know why they want to bring them together, what they want out of them. So they say, well, we want feedback. Well, feedback to do what? If you just want to, mostly what I discovered is in most paradigms, they wanted to bring people in a room because they wanted to tell people what they were going to do for them. They said they wanted to bring people together to find common ground. What they really wanted to do was say, you people aren't performing very well and we have the solutions. Um, and so when we say research and reflection, it's like, who is your community? And when we say your community, it's like, literally, are you talking about your organizational community? Are you, are we talking about the community you live in? Are we talking about the broader community? Are you, are we talking about your state? Are you talking about your relationship internally as an organization? Are you talking about your relationship with your organization and the communities it serves or is exactly. trying to serve? Exactly. So having that idea of who the community is and then how would you bridge that? It doesn't matter if you're an all Somali organization that's serving African-Americans, you might want to have some understanding about the community and even understand at basic. Are there any businesses? Are the, who, who are the leaders of those communities? Who, who are the connectors to bring new people into the room? So research and reflection. What would be the best kind of feast? We often do a taco bar in, in communities because everybody can kind of access. Yes, I'm a fan of the idea of a taco truck on every corner. Mm-hmm. But. That idea of knowing who you want to bring into a room and why you want to bring them there um, and then doing some research in in what will help them be truly authentically welcome is where you have to start. Right. You have to start by researching and reflecting. Well, that was uh, some food for thought. Uh, Indeed. (laughs) How are you doing, Marnita? I'm doing great, Elijah. How are you doing? 
That felt good. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Once again, this is uh, from A to 10 here at Marnita's Table. And we'll see you next time. Say bye, Marnita. Bye. Bye.